Previously on The Forge. Leka is trapped. In Keats's research, he's identified some powerful sources of energy, quite possibly limitless energy. If we can harness all of their energy, we could deliver upon true immortality to everyone. The ruins of Fort 49 is our next objective. Whatever lies beyond that door, it isn't pleasant. In any event, his soul has been moved to the vessel, left to guard Laika. Benji, the moment you hear that, you bolt. The other Lycans are still reeling from what Nariel just read aloud. You've been waiting for this for months. A wire pierces her heart. She is completely naked, and her head is turned to look at you. You came. Both she and the rabbit say at once. You gave me the strength to reach out. And you realize that she's not reaching out to you. She's pointing at the flower. That won't help, Benji. My soul, even once you kill me, will live on. There is there is no killing of the soul. If you keep planting those, you'll see me again. You guys are walking back from that, like, kind of corrupted, tainted portal that you guys went into that le- led to the ruins of Fort Fornine. Because we were with Laika and everything was sad. Yep. The trip back through the dungeon is pretty uneventful. And by that, I mean nothing happens. The Laika cult leaves with the shard of Laika's soul. And uh, you guys leave through the portal from whence you came. What do you do? Um, cry. Mostly cry. We were talking about what we were going to do with Dane and how to get Ariel out. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. And didn't you want st- to stop back at the the um, the bomb place, too? That was one thing I wanted to, I don't know, I was kind of just a little burnt and ready to get a big bomb and just destroy the order. But then I started to have this idea. I'm kind of wishing that I had done this before giving that shard of uh, like a soul away. What I'm wondering is if I could disguise a bomb that has time infused into it and disguise it to look like that shard of like a soul and give it to Tyrio. You could Hmm. probably just cast disguise on a bomb and it would work. That's not as good, but I'll take it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's the god of what? Chaos? Yeah. What is that? Oh, he's thaumaturgy? No. No, he's evocation. Evocation. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like right now after that, like, I don't feel like I want to just go and rest in Montana's village. I feel like I need to blow some shit up and that's either the order or Tyrio. It's no more Mr. Nice Benji. Not going back to Sprung Spas. Got it. Do we need to take care of Dane first, though? Yeah. We probably should. I would would assume so. Same with Ariel, just because we don't know what they'd do with her. Mm -hmm. All right, fine, so that I can get work on building this bomb. Okay, how are we going to get Ariel out of Shibuya is my question. Didn't super think about that. I don't don't think when... uh, when we decided to rescue Dane. Wait, do you have disguise? I don't. Oh, I thought you said you did. No, I was Paul. I was just suggesting just casting disguise on a bomb, but that'd well, be too easy. I mean, the bomb for Tyrio, though, I was going to infuse with time. And I feel like like if I could disguise it as the Leica crystal, then that would work. Yeah, no, that's fine. 
I'll just need to learn disguise. There isn't. Sorry, I lied. There is not a disguise. I thought there was a disguise. There's a mask and a veil, though, which I think is similar. Might work. God, I'm so mad. All right. So where are we going? Where are we? Where are we going? And what are we doing? We're coddling Benji right now. <laughs> to Shibalba. <laughs> to Shibalba. You come out of the decaying veil that you guys had gone through initially, back through the hollow, the little grove of trees, um, and then wander back into that circle. And you you know where, where to go to get to Shibulia. Everything is pretty calm. Nature's doing its thing. There's nothing really too exciting or noteworthy going on in the little hollow grove. So you guys go through the portal to Shibulia and everything feels like nothing happened. It's just business as usual around the market of Shibulia. Still off in the distance, there's that tree. You guys want to just head straight there? Yes, unless Benji, you have something else you want to do. I don't have anything else I need to do, so. Well, I mean, in case this does turn ugly, I think I do need to go buy that bomb. Fair. Before we get run out of town. Well, the first place I'm going... Is to go visit the gentleman that is um, more interested in gold than cold iron. Trifling trinkets. Oh, wait. Damn it. I, I don't remember how much the bomb costs, so I don't know how much I need to exchange for. So I think I'm going to have to go to, um, what was it called? Something Blitz? The Bursting Blitz. The bursting Blitz. Let's go there first. I just say to the rest of the party, I got to go take care of something. Walking into the Bursting Blitz while they stand outside. That's <laughs> <laughs> not suspicious. Wrong, wrong way to the joke, right, motherfucker? No. <laughs> what was this guy's voice? Just he was excited. He was junk rat, just junk rat, but without an Australian accent. Hey, nope, you're back. I can't wait to sell you new stuff today. What do you need? What do you need, buddy? I think I need something a little bigger than the conventional stuff this time around. All right, all right. What what what, what kind of what kind of thing are we thinking about right now? I don't have anything too exciting, but. But I mean, we could make something work. Of course, I've got that quake bomb that we we talked about. You know, causes that ooh big big explosion and it like shatters the earth. It's it's good stuff. I can hear it is right here. And he points at it. Mm, that's a firecracker. I need something that can take down a god. Something that can take down a god. Ooh, hmm. What kind of god are we thinking about? I wouldn't worry. He about raises that. his eyebrows. All right, all right. Okay, let's see. I I think I can wipe something up. It's going to be a little bit more costly than normal just because, you know, this is going to be a big boy and it's, I'm going to be, I'm going to be real with you, fella. Uh, It is going to cost a little extra just so that I don't have to tell anybody about it. You know, just to keep your name off the books. That's fine by me. All right. All right. Yeah. I think I can whip something up. Uh, Why don't we do, let's call it, let's call it 150 gold iron. Does that sound like a fair deal to you? Yes. I'll be back. All right. I can have that whipped up by tomorrow morning. All right. That sounds good. I'll be back. Be prepared to make two. Two? All right. All right. I'll make two just in case. Hey, but uh, if you see any explosions on the edge of town, don't worry about it. I'm fine. (laughs) It's totally normal. The the guards know to stay away. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Guards know to stay away. I'm concerned. I love this man. Let's bring him with. All right. Uh, I need to go visit Kai to go uh, to exchange some cold iron. Oh man, you know how much I like some gold. I, dude, I never get gold. It is something special around here. I can imagine how much can, how much cold iron can you give me for gold? I mean, two cold iron for per gold piece is what works for me. All right, well here's a hundred and fifty. A hundred and fifty gold. I'll give you three hundred cold iron. Here you go. He tosses a little a little uh, bag of coins Perfect. on the counter. A bag. Now hold up, I gotta count all this. It takes I have two them hours. separated into st- <laughs> <laughs> no. 
into little bags of, of 15 each and there's 10 you rolled you rolled your gold coins all right looks good I'm, I'm, i think we're good to go can i get you anything else looks like you're rolling in the gold and i'm i'm more than happy to take more gold off your hands you know what here's another 11 okay what are you looking for i don't know what do you got I got, I got a... Don't touch the jewelry, man. Don't touch it. <laughs> I'm going to put all the jewelry on my fingers. Stupid. Maddie did that. Dump. So, uh, as a reminder, <laughs> this guy ha- like pointed out a mysterious map. He has some soul splitters that are usually worth like 250 gold pieces. He has, yeah, all the soul splitters. There's a, what he called the pendant of perfection. There's a spyglass. Um, the helmet that goes with that, uh, those gauntlets that you found earlier um, in Sprungspass. There's like this chalice that he says is cool, and then a little wooden stake. It's just a wooden stake and a war horn and a little a little tiny chime. <laughs> it's just a wooden stake. <laughs> it's it's just is it? just a wooden stake. Yeah, it's described as a stick wrapped in bandages and pointed on one end. <laughs> what is gross? What does that helmet do? This is the the hel- the horns of Flauros. This helmet is ordained. The cursed fucking helmet? The one that Dylan believed is cursed, yes. There's the gauntlets of Flauros at, at Sprung's boss. Anyway, it, it increases your fortitude, and then you can ram people with your helmet <laughs> as an attack. Uh, do you have any particular recommendations? Well, I really like this stake, and he points at the wooden stake. Also, it's within your, your 11 gold price range. I'm going to buy the stake. All right. <laughs> do you want to roll a nature check on this stake? Sure. Kai tells you, you know, I've heard that that's actually supposed to return the dead to their eternal rest. It's it's more than it appears, I hear. Anyway, thanks. And he takes your 11 gold. I got a 10, nature. All right. The wooden stake is laced with cold iron, allowing the stake to ignore the incorporeal trait of some creatures. It deals double damage to undead creatures, and a critical wound is applied upon rolling a five if the target is critical. Um, the base durability for this item, though, is only five instead of 12. So... That kind of sucks. Yeah, but I, I'll take care of it. Well, I'm going to thank Kai for his services. Tell him if I do get to see him again, I'll do my best to bring him more gold. He bites down on the wooden coin and then looks at you, winks, and says, No, thank you. The wooden coin? Sorry, he he yes, bites I, down on the golden coin. How did you know that I you. didn't give him real gold? <laughs> <laughs> I kept all my gold. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. I'm just wanting everybody right. to know. You gave him one wood, and that's okay because uh, there was—he only needed ten of the gold pieces for the for the stake. Sorry, I'm gonna make my way back to the bursting blitz. He is scribbling on the countertop when you—not on the countertop, but on a piece of paper on the countertop as you walk in. He's using like some charcoal and and a piece of paper, piece of parchment paper, and he looks up and says, "Oh, you're back already, huh? What? I mean, is there something else I can get for you?" I just dropped. I, I, I haven't really made these yet. Oh, no, I was just giving you your payment. Oh. Wait, did I not oh. need to? <laughs> I thought you were going to give it to him tomorrow. A pickup? Yeah, I mean, is he going to screw me over? Uh, He wasn't planning on it. He has a real passion for blowing things up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love this man. He would not steal that Well, then you. I just walk in and drop a bag of 345 cold iron on the counter. Whoa. He just looks at it. So uh, I'll have that ready I for you. I have a question really quick. Yeah. How like is <laughs> is it like measured and like have the size of the hunk of cold iron or is there, are they like pieces? What is the the 
cold iron look like? <laughs> They're little coins. I'll be here in the morning. When are, when will you be available? When will you when will you be here? I will have it ready. Oh, I kind of want to. I feel like we're probably going to want to leave early. Um, so I'm going to say six a.m. Six a.m. I'll be here at five thirty. Sounds good. If I'm not here by six thirty, will you meet me outside the city gates? Yeah, you you bet. I'll I'll, I'll meet you in in the hollow in the hollow between everywhere. I'll I'll hang out. Perfect. No, don't worry, no one will see me. But otherwise, I'll try to be here at six. All right, you got it. Hey. Yeah. Thanks, man. No, thank you. He looks real, real serious and real pumped. I nod. My metal bug turns around. <laughs> we 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 don't stroll out the door. What would it be? We we tip taps out the door. Skitter. <laughs> yeah, skitter. skitter out the there door. you go. We skitter out the door, and um, I meet up with the rest of the group. Who has been standing outside the bursting blitz this whole time? I just say I have an appointment here tomorrow at six. I cannot be late. Uh, okay. So, hey guys, how are we going to get Ariel out of here? Um, I do have mask. You have mask. I thought you said magic, and I was like, "Wow, how I exciting!" Have, <laughs> I have magic. Taps my fingers. Taps my fingers together. I have magic. I thought she said I have math, and I was like, <laughs> "I have math." Okay. We I'm can doing sa- the calculations now. Hold on. We can save her with math. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, <laughs> sure." Or maybe we should just go in there and be like, "Hey, have you made?" Just pretend that we don't know what happened with Dane. <laughs> And just be like, all right, we're back. We're back and we're here to report about Leica that we definitely didn't just murder. And also, um, have we made a decision about uh, Dane and Ariel yet? And then, yeah. Yeah. that's. I think that's what we should do, maybe. You know what? No, I, I had forgotten that. Oh, shit. I forgot that they had sent us to go do that. Yeah. And I think maybe making huge enemies out of them might not be um a wise choice that, at no. this, but also i'm i'm worried that they know about like uh oh they are have all been too afraid to go in there i know they? or like the one dude they sent in like yeah, died yeah but didn't sh- didn't it like send a tremor through the whole place or no am i crazy of, am i crazy all of magical all of magical space time the tremor was in the direction oh because that was the tremor in the direction where the like spike that was in Leica was facing? I just listened to that, and I don't think that that happened. I think she just turned into dust. There was a tremor in Grand Cathedral because we just did that, but but that was from an earthquake caused by a giant death worm. We talked about that in the rules episode. A big boy, and he had some shit that he could have done to us that he did not get to do, and boy, was it scary. What direction? Where was that? Like spike facing that was in like a. Oh, it was pointing toward Grand Cathedral. Grand Cathedral. Okay. Yeah, it was pointing toward the center of Coil. So, you know, where Grand Cathedral is. Yep. Okay. Nope. Well, I got an appointment tomorrow morning, so we have to be able to stay here at least until then. And again, I think that making uh, an enemy of, you know, all of the elves would be a mistake. Agreed. So we should go talk to them. And tell them that we, what do we tell them? That we didn't find Leica, that we just found like an old ruined castle with like some cultists in it and we chased them off or what? <laughs> we could lie or we could tell the truth. I mean, of course, <laughs> those are our two options. I guess we could tell the truth. 
That's fair. If we tell the truth, are we going to be able to stay here? We tell the truth. We tell them that we found her and that she was being drained of her magical energy by some psycho and that we had to kill her in order to save her? Question mark? Or what? But, like, why would they... Why would they believe that? I'm just going to tell the truth. I mean, I'm fine with that. I just don't know, like, how are we going to prove that? What if they're? What if they don't believe us? I like, don't give a damn if they believe us. Yeah, kind of same. Okay, I was just curious because I didn't want them to like throw us in prison or whatever. Like they already kind of did. Mean, look, they sent us in there. So if they don't believe us, that's kind of on them. <laughs> that's true because no one else would go in. So. So who do you guys go and talk to? The council? We should probably go f- tell Artemis first. Artemis first. Okay, because like the council isn't assembled. They've all got their own business to do, but Artemis can assemble the council for you. Good, because fuck the council. I mean, what? <laughs> um, Ar- Artemis. Let's go find Artemis. You guys know um, how to get to her office, but of course there are guards all over the place. Um, and upon seeing you, easily recognizable since you've kind of been held prisoner there for a minute um some of the guards who recognize you do offer to escort you to artemis's chambers yes please yes okay uh she is there not not in a meeting not necessarily uh doing nothing but she's not in a meeting so you guys travel through the tree and get up to her office where she has that beautiful window that overlooks shibolia you're back a little earlier than I expected. I would have expected at least, well, more than two days. What news do you have? Benji, uh, I'm going to let you take this one, my dude. Uncontrollable sobbing. So, like is dead. Or at least... I'm sorry. What? Yeah. <laughs> we need your help to find and take down Tyrio. What do you mean, take okay. down Tyrio? Well, I mean, Tyrio's a big old jerk. That's for freaking sure. Look, Tyrio is Tyrio is an essential part of the balancing equation. And if you're so telling me Laika. that Laika is dead. And it's Tyrio's <laughs> fault that she's no longer in it. If you want to restore balance, we have to take down Tyrio. I think Janice is our enemy, but um, yeah, Benji, Benji's too like hyper-focused on Tyrio because of what he did on that mountain and what he said. Like, he, like, yeah, sure, there's this larger scheme going on, but for him, like, Tyrio is the one that needs to be destroyed. I, I get that you might have a vendetta against Tyrio. A lot of people did, even when he was, well, an elf. But if, if you kill another god, Coil will start to fall apart. It's already disintegrating. I, I can't condone killing another god. And anyway, like, Tyrio is probably the most difficult god to kill even if we wanted to kill him then what do you propose to bring Lyca back well how do you how do you know she's dead for starters uh <coughs> because we saw um, it happen <laughs> what did you mean you saw it happen you were supposed to, you were supposed to go and observe what did you observe uh like a dying she was being drained as a power source for I don't exactly know what, but they're using the gods, and Tyrio's on their side. I'm sorry, I have a really hard time believing this because Tyrio is- I don't care. On, but, okay. <laughs> Benji, Tyrio's on nobody's side but his own. Well, then that makes him more dangerous because if he's working with someone else 
and they think that Tyrio's on their side, then that means that he has his own thing planned, which is bigger and far worse than what's already happening, which means he needs to be taken out. Okay, maybe, okay. We, I can agree that he needs to be subdued, but not taken out. Okay, yeah, subdued is, yeah. That's Fine, turn him into that. a stone and throw him at the bottom of a lake for, like, a millennia. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. So there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on, and we can get back to this Tyrio thing. But but Leica dead. Did were you there when it happened? I don't know if she's permanently dead. She seemed to say something that implied that she could come back, and I think it has something to do with these flowers. And I bring out the flower again because I've seen him before. Would it be <clears throat> easier if we showed you? Showed showed me what happened to her. And just, like, stuff a sock in Nariel's face. <laughs> Rayla's face. Rayla's face. God damn it. <laughs> Nariel is quiet right now. Rayla starts talking and then Nariel gets a sock in her I face. Think, I think that Benji is trying to gracefully avoid the fact that he's the one who killed Laika. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, I, I have memory. Like, I could probably show her dying, not him killing her. I, I don't know. You have you said you have memory. What is is that a form? Or it is, is it a, a form. Yes. What is it? Um, the caster touches an object and is also able to relive memories related to a certain emotion tied to that object based on the aspect applied. Um, ethereal is a random emotion. Air is happiness. Electric is revenge. Fire is anger. Ice is sadness. I have ice. I don't have to. We don't have to. But it's just an idea. I mean, if you can do it, and I guess show her kind of disintegrating into ash with like the apparatus that she was attached to kind of in the frame i guess just that moment just the moment after she's been stabbed like, <laughs> yeah, yeah right not after. him doing it to her i didn't stab Listen, her Benji, we don't blame you yeah you, no he you ripped did. the the wire out of her chest oh yeah yeah oh you're right if i is is it able are you able to control what part you show paul um i would have to say yeah yeah, I think it. I think it could. Nariel, <laughs> if you wanted to hop in with Janice and explaining that plot, you can. But that's not what Benji's focused on right now. So, Tyrio, let me just interject here before this turns into an argument. Tyrio is working with a man named Janice, who is, I think, trying to unlock the secret of infinite, like, of real, true mortality. I think we know all of that. We met him not long ago on the top. Suddenly, the door to Artemis's office is thrown open. Artemis, you wouldn't believe- Oh, you three. How convenient. And it is one of the council members, one who had objected to saving Dane. I wave. <laughs> he, I make whatever obscene gesture like exists with your hands in this world. You bite your thumb. I bite my thumb at him, sir. Um, he ignores you and looks directly at Artemis and says, It's good you already have these three in your custody. The prisoner is missing, and they're responsible. He pulls the flower out from a pocket. I think we have bigger fish to fry right now, motherfucker. A god is dead. Guards, arrest these, whatever you call them, treasonists. That's not it. <laughs> Traitors? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> the group I'm gonna put the group is accused. The party is accused <laughs> of being treasonous. <laughs> Tre- treasonous what exactly? Me. <laughs> Treasonous question mark in quotation marks. That's <laughs> just going in the in the episode description. <laughs> Treasonous. <laughs> it was very funny. Tre- tre- Treasonists. <laughs> Maddie, you were saying something. Oh, I said. How do we know we do, you didn't pull that from the forest? You put another one in the forest? Enough of this. Arrest them. And the guards move to arrest you. Um, Artemis does... St- are we really freaking worried about botany right now when there are much bigger things going on? At the same time that the guards move to arrest you, Artemis does stand and tries to calm down this councilman who is clearly not having any of it. And he says, if you will not handle these traitors... These treasonists, he sticks to his guns on this. Um, <laughs> As we all chuckle at him like openly while he's trying to punish I'm us. I'm like, dude, like, I, I can't stay mad when you're being so goddamn funny. His face turns like bright red as you guys are making fun of him and it's clearly just fueling his rage and his incoherence um and he just shouts louder if you can't handle these three then the council will hold a vote of no confidence let the guards do their business okay star wars fucking chill (laughs) star wars artemis steps back realizing that there is going to be nothing that she can do to convince this man right now and kind of lets events play out as they do what do you three do i mean i'm not gonna like hurt this dude i mean like benji's practically ready to throw down i mean i don't know if that's a wise idea right i now. don't either but that's where benji's so at. in response in response to this i'm gonna be like oh so so you don't want to hear about how Leica died okay cool that's fine oh boy his his face turns even brighter red and you it, his ears may as well be blowing steam he shuts up for a minute Not a full minute. He shuts up for really just a moment and then huffs and says, it'll be determined at your trial. We'll hear about it then. And the guards move to arrest you. Okay. If you guys don't do anything, then the guards will escort you out of the office. Like? And Artemis isn't isn't doing anything? She is allowing events to play out the way that they are. She is playing the political game now. Uh, So I turn to her and I ask her what she suggests we do. Sit tight. We'll get this sorted out. Hmm. Okay. And I'm just curious, how long do you think that that will take? Just because, um, you know, the end of the world and all that. And also, I have an appointment I can't miss in the morning. <laughs> yeah, like tomorrow <laughs> yeah, yeah. at like six o'clock. We'll get it sorted out as quickly as possible. Councilman, if you would please sit down, let's discuss our options. So, and I point to the guards. I'm like, so you are you guys cool if we are here then? Is that fine? Because, I mean, like, the big boss lady wants to talk to us, so are we cool with this? No, get them out! Get them out! Get them out! I'm sorry, who put you in charge? Oh, (laughs) nobody. Okay, cool. (laughs) Rip them apart. I didn't listen to my Nario playlist this morning. I'm still channeling humility. I'm very sorry. Yeah, I was wondering. (laughs) Been humility for so long. I'll go, but they cannot separate me from my metal bug. You guys cool with getting escorted out? 
Artemis, Artemis says, you will not separate them from their animals. They will behave. I will vouch for them. Just, just put them, put them in the, in the, just put them in the room they were in before. Sit down, sir. Sit down. And, uh, the guards escort you out, closing the door behind them where you just hear incoherent yelling. The guards escort you around the tree a little bit more back to the little, not cell, but you know, the room where you guys were put on house arrest. You have both your wolves, right, Nariel? And uh, Benji, you are not separated from your bug. They're not really worried about your bug because uh, you're in a tree and it's a rust beast. So it, it's not going to eat any metal bars to get out. But my one of my wolves is made of fire. <laughs> um, they These two guards who don't look like they like you very much close the door behind you and oh, you hear a click of a lock. Um, and Ariel sits up. So things didn't go well. I mean, your husband is alive. That is the one good thing that <laughs> happened. Shut up. And safe. I know that much. Is Are you sure he's safe? I thought... He's at my parents' house. <laughs> That's a weird way to say that. <laughs> he's at my parents' house. Well, I mean, that's where he is. And you're here, so that can't... That can't be good with the door locked. I mean, it's not ideal. What do you guys do while... Uh, well, while you wait for, I guess, somebody to come to the door. I'm going to pretty much take care of all my knives and armor. Let's see. I mean, I still maintain that I don't really want to make an enemy of these people. <laughs> I also don't care if we do right now. Like, I don't want to, if that's what it takes to get out and, like, save shit or blow shit up, then I don't care. But I'll wait. That's fine. But if they're going to prevent me from doing what I want, then fuck them. Um, but don't. But yeah. But yeah. But like, well, do yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I'll take them out to a nice steak dinner first, but like. <laughs> okay. And then it has to, like, you have to ask, obviously. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Consent um, first. Yeah. I don't know. I, th I say we just hang out. I mean, unless this becomes like a lot of time. I don't know. No, I think we just have to play the waiting game. Um, you guys wait around for a while. It feels like a very, very long time. Your sundials don't work in here because there's no, well, there's no sun. But at a certain point, uh, Ariel decides to call it a night and go to sleep. And it gets later and later after she falls asleep. And then finally, there's a click of the lock at 4 a.m. And in steps a cloaked figure. She removes her hood to reveal herself to be Artemis. Sorry I had to do that. I didn't want to put you on house arrest again, but the councilman was having none of what I had to say. Yeah, that, that dude's kind of a douche, right? Bureaucrats, like, am I right? kind of a jerk. <laughs> Bureaucrats. We don't have a lot of time to continue this conversation. Benji, I can't control what you do, but I strongly advise against killing Tyrio. He is essential to the balance of the world, and if... If what you say is true and Laika is dead, then that balance is already at risk. I guess I didn't get to finish that part of the conversation earlier where I was saying that she had implied that she could come back. No, I did say that, but yeah. You I did. Don't know. I don't really know what that means. I, it, but. I, hope, I hope that she can come back, Benji. But if even if she does, killing Tyrio is still going to throw off the balance. We, we cannot risk that. Well, whatever he's doing, I'm going to stop him. That that I can agree with. Like I said, we don't have much time. The guards are only gone for a minute. Here. 
she pulls out from behind her cloak four other cloaks, um, each sized pretty nicely for you guys, which is, you know, odd because they don't really have cloaks for gnomes, but here she has one just for you, Benji. Nariel, Artemis hands the fourth cloak to you and says, you might want to wake her. It, it sounds like the council is likely to vote for an execution of Ariel since Dane is missing, which I can only assume the three of you are responsible for. <laughs> I, mean, I shrug. Uh, yeah. I go wake her up. <laughs> <laughs> you will be able to get out of the city unnoticed in those cloaks. I, you should move quickly, though. The guards shouldn't check for you until probably eight, but to be safe, you may want to leave immediately. Uh, hey, Benji, it's a good thing that you told Dude Boy to meet you in the grove if anything happened. You guys doing anything else in here? Ariel wakes up immediately and will gladly accept this opportunity to leave and join her husband. Yeah, we're getting out of here. Um, no, we should just go. Um, before we do, I ask Artemis if she wants to come with us. There is a lot that I have to do here, and I would not be welcomed in Coil. But I appreciate the offer. I will be safe. No one will know of my assistance to help you escape. They'll just assume that you did it on your own. I mean, we are kind of jerks like that. True. The, you got away with other things we weren't expecting. I hope you three are safe, and I hope you three make the right decision. I'm sorry for how we've treated you. Um, as we're leaving, I tell Artemis, if you ever need us, get a message to me. This might not be my home, but these are still my people. She puts a hand on your shoulder and she looks at you dead in the eyes and says, you remind me of your mother. <laughs> Roll an endurance check. Ouch. Now hurry along. And then she oh. puts her hood up and returns to her office. All right, let's skedaddle on out of here. All right, ducking and weaving through the shadows along the trees or within the tree, along the tree line, in between buildings and everything through Shibolia, you do reach the bursting blitz at about 5.30 in the morning, which is when Junkrat Dude said he'd be there. And it does look like there is a light on in his uh, in his shop. He's got a torch lit. Stop on by. I'm going in. All right. This will be fast. Well, hello. Whoa, you're here early. I, I like that. I like that a lot. I've got I've got what you're looking for. And he puts down a little um, like tray that's holding two basically what look like obsidian spheres. This will do the trick. Those are beautiful. I cannot speak to what they're going to do because I didn't test them, but they'll work. Don't know what they'll do, but they'll work. Do not have the stats yet. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't want to tell you the stats. I want you to just use it and find out. It's going to be a smoke bomb. <laughs> That'd be so lame. <laughs> um, I just say, those are beautiful. You are certainly a craftsman. I, I appreciate that. You really should not be seen with those, though. I quickly stash them, and I this is all I have left. I know it's not worth much, and I just toss him the one gold that Kai didn't take. <laughs> He, uh, he looks at it and bites it and it's wood and he says, eh. No, no it's a real gold one. <laughs> oh, okay. He bites it and it's real gold and he says, eh, might as well be wood. Okay, we'll say it was the wooden one. Now, hey, I look forward to your future business. I hope I get the chance to do that. Yeah, me too. Let me know if the, like, how those work if you survive. 
<laughs> Thanks, man. Survive. <laughs> I love this man. One way or another, you're probably gonna know how they work. <laughs> okay. We skedaddle. Yep, all of you skedaddle. Um, nobody stops you. Nobody notices you. It's like maybe these cloaks were enchanted to make it so that you could not be noticed while within Shibulia. You all escape without any difficulty. Return to Asterdell. It is still pretty early, like six o'clock-ish. So the sun hasn't risen yet due to the fact that it's early spring. So it's still pretty it's still pretty dark in Asterdell. What do you guys do? Go find Dane. He is still within your house, and you find him sleeping in your parents' bed. I'm gonna let Ariel wake him up. I'm gonna just point I'm gonna just show her into the room and then I'm gonna leave. You see her sit, ne- sit next to her husband, um, and he kind of stirs out of his restless sleep. And as you close the door, you catch a glimpse of him opening his eyes to see his wife for the first time in who knows how long. And he smiles. And then you go downstairs. It's about an hour or two until they come back down. Well, you did more than I would have expected, Dane tells you. What's the plan now? Uh, well... We were on our way to Grand Cathedral um, to get new phylacteries, I guess. But um, I guess you guys can do whatever you want to do. You're free now. You're you can stay here if you want. It's kind of a dump, but um, it's yours if you want it. Ariel kind of just looks to Dane for guidance at this point. Well, we're not really welcome back in Grand Cathedral, and we're not really welcome back at uh, at Shibuya. At Ariel's home. I have a home in Goldhole. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what is the what is the place that, what is it called? Goldhole. <laughs> Goldhole? Gold Goldhole? Goldhole. Goldhole. Gung ho? Gung ho. Goldhole. So you're off to Grand Cathedral then? Um I guess. If you wanted to go with us to Goldhole, you're you're welcome at my estate anytime. How how far away is Gondol? Uh, you guys are about probably two days from from Grand Cathedral in Asterdale. Gondol will probably be a week and a half's walk. I feel like we should go to Grand Cathedral because that's where the stake was pointing. I feel like that's our next or the the apparatus that that like like was attached to it was pointing to Grand Cathedral. So I feel like we should go to that place. Fair. And if we need to, we can go to Goldhole at some point if we ever need. Well, if you do ever make your way to Goldhole, like I said, you're always welcome at my estate. Thank you for saving us. Yeah, no sweat, dude. <laughs> it, was a little, it was a little sweaty. I don't know what you're talking about. It was so sweaty. Mostly muddy. Just muddy. With that, they actually turn back around and uh, well, they leave the house, but they head toward the Vale to go through the veil. What? I thought we were in Asterdale. You are in Asterdale. I'm confused. You can ask them. Yeah, where are you guys going? This is where Ariel um, speaks up. We're not welcome in Shibulia, and we might be stopped at the other elven lofts as well, but there is a veil that leads to Azelholm, which is a closer and faster journey to Goldhole, so we were gonna go that way. Oh, cool. Okay. That, I just was, uh, curious but you go it's a it's a pretty easy means of travel if uh you ever need to do that uh they go through the veil and you don't see them 
because obviously you don't see the mechs out the other side of the tree because that's not how it works. The sun is beginning to rise. It's like right on the horizon. And this field of ashes is illuminated once again. Benji, before you leave, you look around and you realize you have not planted a flower in Astrodel yet. I was going to. How did you know? <laughs> put it in put it in the middle of the trees. Um so here's the thing. I have a Grove Guardian flower, but also the one that grew from Leica. And this seems like a pretty damn good spot if it's connected to like everywhere. So I'm going to plant that Leica flower right there in the middle. Are you back are you sorry, are you back in the hollow? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, were we not in the hollow? No, you guys were in Astrodale. Oh. That. Yeah. So in Astrodale, I'm going to plant a regular Grove Guardian flower. It immediately takes root and starts to flower again. I'm going to take yeah. a cutting. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the back through the veil into the hollow and then plant Lyca's flower in the middle of it. Lyca's flower also immediately takes root. As soon as it does, you see this kind of ripple effect through the earth and the dirt as these roots spiral and reach outward. This flower then begins to spring up little teeny tiny buds all around the grove and where everything was just once a field surrounded by these trees, it's now just these flowers from Lyca and that's all that happens. Before you leave, are you going to take a cutting of one of these flowers? Yeah, I'm going to take one. You take your cutting and you cast store and you track all that for me. And then you go back through the veil to Astrodel, where once there was a fairy mound that was just ash and two pine trees. But now one flower has peeked through the veil. And it looks like there's a little bit of green growing around this fairy mound. Necroforge was created by Paul and Brittany Swenson, and they are joined in playtesting by Maddie Eby and Dylan Krischer. The Forge is edited by Brittany Swenson, with music by Darren Curtis. If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes, Anchor, or whatever your preferred podcatcher is so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, please rate and review us, it really helps. Have a question? Comment? Want to host your own Necroforge campaign? Email us at necroforge at gmail.com or message us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And remember... None of this is possible without your continued listenership. So thank you, and we'll see you next time.
why? Oh, no, wow. it wasn't. It was, oh, it, was, it, was, it was not. It was um. You blew my ear. Garfield the Deals Warlock. Like. Sorry, <laughs> Garfield the Deals Warlock. That's who he was. There it is. <laughs> it's me, Garfield. It's me, the Garfield Warlock. the Deals Warlock. Well, hey, oh there you God. go. All right.